1: You damn right. Hope everybody's having a good Friday. It is not just any Friday. It is 11-11. If you don't know what that one means, we will tell you here in just a second. It's Chad and Zay on a Friday. I'm Chad Hastings, joined as always by Isaiah Collier. There's too much football to list. What's up, Zay? What's poppin', Chad? Feeling good.
0: That weather's changing which might change the philosophy of co- the coaches tomorrow oh, night. Oh,
1: I see. A lot
0: of coaches in high school football getting ready for that playoff game. Yeah, yeah, it's that time of the year feeling pretty damn
1: good. Yeah, if you like that football weather, crisp, cool football weather, it has arrived. When I got in my car to drive here, felt a little different than when I got out of my car. Wind blowing a little more, the temperature has definitely dropped. And if you're heading out to high school football games tonight, layers. Bring layers, and one of them may need to be a rain layer just in case. Yeah, go by a lot of
0: gas stations. I guarantee you, you see somebody putting air in their car because that tire pressure, that thing lowers when it gets Mm. a little cool out. And us Texans. We usually aren't prepared for those types of things. It's a so. good piece
1: of advice from yeah. you. Yeah, See, I'm in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mention that one today. I am in charge of teaching my daughter how to drive, but I've also got to teach her that kind of stuff. Yesterday, I taught her how to pump gas.
0: Oh, beautiful. Look at that.
1: Because I'm the kind of dad with an only child that's waited till she's 16 years old and I've never made her pump gas. Can you believe that? I should have been doing that when she was 10. I should have had her out there when she was 12 learning how to do it.
0: I mean, there's grown-ass people in Oregon that have never pumped their gas before, so she gets a pass.
1: That's true. Okay, you're right. I felt like
0: they just got rid of that law.
1: Yeah, they used to do all what the the what do you call like it? Somebody there. All pump? full serve, right. It's yeah. all full serve. You couldn't yeah. do self-serve. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good piece of advice there. We hope everybody stays nice and warm. Uh, as you're trying to deal with high school football, there's a lot of football to get into today. Obviously, Texas and TCU, Cowboys, Packers, there's a lot of stuff. Before we get in today with the spec set piece, let's go ahead and start with that 11-11 because that means it is Veterans Day. If there is one day on the calendar that you are not currently paying attention to that maybe you need to add, 11-11. It's the same day every single year, and it is Veterans Day. Five simple words. Thank you for your service. It is easy to say. The best thing about veterans is that they don't want you to say it. They don't think they deserve it, but we all need to not care about that part. We need to make sure we are thanking them for what they are and who they are. They don't want the attention. we got to give them a little bit of it. Zay, is there a veteran in your life, in your family that you think about today or a friend of yours or anybody that uh, has served? Uh, Adam Wagner. Of the Wagner Wire.
0: There you go. That's that's my man, one of my good friends that's really helped me in this business and – yeah, I know Wags served in the Marines, and yeah, he's very proud of that. If you listen to him every Sunday from 9 to 12, great fa- uh, fantasy football info. And yeah, Wags, that's that's my dude, for there, sure.
1: There you go. Definitely uh, thank you for your service. Wags, if you are out there listening, I believe the Marine Corps just sed- celebrated their birthday as well. Wags certainly comes to mind. Uh, my man Stu comes to mind, speaking yeah, of Stu, guys that absolutely. work with us. Stu is a lot of things. We always call him Sideline Stu. He's super. Stew, but today he is thank you for your service stew he's a veteran as well so if you want us to shout out a veteran go right ahead and send us that name on the specs text line 337-3776 we'll be talking about him throughout the show today it is veterans day and we do thank you all for your service uh, and so glad for those of you that are you know that are around that we get to tell you if you're if you've got one physically around you make sure you're telling them how much they mean to you today all right let's go spec set piece and uh let's see if zay's ready to make a prediction on texas tcu because i think i am here we go the spec set piece is brought to you by spec's wine spirits and finer foods the biggest saves of the match started specs official partner of austin fc specs the fun starts here somebody texted the buck makes his wife pump gas stop <laughs> it <laughs> bucky
0: come on dog uh, i know you're bu- a bougie one i I know he is. He doesn't eat chicken wings with his fingers. So, Buck's a bougie one, but come on. Yeah. That, that's not, my, we can't have that happen.
1: My wife certainly can pump gas, uh, being that she is now a professional bus driver once again. She can do all kinds of things with uh, automobiles and, and all that. But when I am around, she definitely does not pump her own gas. No, that does no, not happen.
0: No, my wife doesn't either. I mean,. No. You know, there was a point of time where me and my wife we didn't have the same bank account because she wasn't my wife. Now that she ah, is, she
1: does. I see.
0: I have to do it. Come on, it's just the courtesy thing.
1: To yeah. Do. The other thing that I never let my wife do by herself, if I am around, is unload the groceries.
0: Ooh. Ah.
1: I have mm. to. I have to. I just. I have to be there for that because most of the time she is good enough to go get them and bring them to the house. She's she's already out. She's got stuff going on. But once she pulls into that that garage, man, I my, I make sure my daughter and I are paying attention. Hey, let's go. Let's go help. We got to be we got to be carrying. Let's go. Let's go get those bags. I can't make her unload it by herself. There's no way.
0: See now, it depends on uh, how many groceries. And plus, we're in an apartment. Oh, no, I'll shout
1: levels. Trust me, I check and say, "Hey, do you need help?" If she says no, I'll be glad (laughs) to stay on the couch. Don't get me wrong. Let's not. Let's not. I'm not standing. I'm not like standing out there at attention, ready to roll every time. But yeah, we try try to get that done. All right, so um, there are all kinds of games to hit, but you know where we need to start. Texas and TCU. Last night was Longhorn Weekly with Sark after the basketball game. We'll get to a little bit of a basketball recap, although there probably doesn't need to be a lot because they did thrash Houston Christian. Was that a game for like what? Minute and a half?
0: No. Uh, minute yeah. 40? It was like 14
1: <laughs> 0 real early. I know, yeah. I know it had a football score that Texas fans would like. 28 7 at one point.
0: Look. You take that one. Look, let's just keep it 100. Houston Christian, y'all play hard, but if you start. Three white boys oh, in the backcourt. How dare you? Eh, you know, probably not much in your favor going on. I, you know, We always get to have one. J.J. Reddick, their shooters, my, our guy J.D. Lewis to come on. Hell of a player. When we start three, though, power five, D1 level. They're not power five, but D1 level. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Wherever, it's going to be tough. They're going to have a tough season.
1: Wherever he is right now, Bailey Zappi is thinking, how dare you? <laughs> How dare you, Zay? <laughs> Bailey Zappi could have been uh, on there. Actually, Shout ba- out to
0: the Zapster. He, yeah. he needs a spot back.
1: He, he may, yeah, he may end up getting it back. We'll see what happens there in, uh, in New England. So let's start with this uh, with this Texas TCU football game. Zay, you have listened to opinions throughout the week. You've listened to some of our guests come on here. And this week, it feels like there's a lean towards Texas. Justin Wells of Inside Texas said he's leaning that way. Yesterday, Jeff Howe, our guy, of course, a horn's 24-7 right here on the station. He said he's leaning Texas. Brian Jones even said he's leaning Texas. So... Are you ready to make your prediction? And are you leaning Texas?
0: I'm not ready to make my prediction. We got two great guys that are going to make predictions Mm -hmm. later on our show today, in Jeff Ketchup and Brandon Lang. So I'm going to wait for those professionals to do that, and I'm going to listen to their great intake, and I'm going to take that in and ask me at the end of the show. All right, and I got you. But what I will say is I'm feeling good about the horns going into tomorrow. Again, with this weather dropping, this is one of those B. John Robinson, Roshan Johnson, old school, we're taping up the cleats running back type of game because that's how yep. many times those guys should get the ball. And, again, we've talked about it all week. There's, it's just like a movie with the Gary Patterson situation. Texas' second-half woes versus TCU's second-half uh, pros, and then it's just – Everything going into it with Quentin Johnston, is he going to play? And if he does play, how are they going to move him around and utilize him in Sonny Dykes and Garrett Riley's offense? So will Ryan Watts, which – I know he played really well last week, but I, when you always have a hamstring injury, that scares me a little bit, especially with cornerbacks of that thing lingering, because just one bad step, God forbid, but, you know, hopefully he'll be able to stick on him with his link being at 6-3. You know, that's a solid matchup, and I like that matchup, but you know they're going to move Quentin Johnston around. But again, how healthy is he going to be? Yeah. Kendra Miller tomorrow. Again, we talked. About, I just talked about B.J. Robinson, and Rojan Johnson. You would think... Sunday dykes would like to utilize him but going up against that defensive line of texas which has been their strong suit how much can he trust his offensive line against texas defensive line and then you heard jeff howe yesterday with us talk about max duggan and that's the most uh you know that's the scariest person that he fears on that tcu offense and what he could do with his legs 24 touchdowns this year only two interceptions and yeah max duggan That's a lot of pride to play for. You're coming in, the Gary Patterson situation. You lost your job at the beginning of the season. So, you know, he's been Texas crib tonight in the two games that he played against Texas. Hopefully that doesn't carry over. Hopefully the defense uses that as motivation because, you know, you don't want that. You know, you want to, as a defense, you want to have the power over a certain guy, and this guy has the power over you right now with the two games that Max Duggan has played during his tenure. So those guys know that. Keandre Colburn, Jaron Thompson, those guys remember what he's done to them, and they want to avenge that, and we'll see if they can do that tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I think it's the biggest matchup of the game. You just said it. Their O-line against Texas defensive line. I think it determines the game. Texas will need some stops. They'll need to do what they did in Manhattan. I'm, I'm about to make my prediction. I, I ain't, it ain't going to be 10-7. There's going to be points in this game. <laughs> so uh, they're going to need to make a couple key stops. That, it, it, I heard Jeff Howe today talk about the number, the yards per carry before contact that Miller has, it's really impressive. And it's better than Bijon's. That means they're getting that push. It's up over two yards before he, get, he even gets any contact. So how that offensive line does is big. If TCU is able to move that line consistently, I think they would win the game. If Texas's defensive line is able to make those plays, you mentioned some of the guys, but in my mind, 98, you know, 99, 88, 41, all those guys, 93. They're, they're going to need to make some big plays uh, to, you know, to win this game. By the way, weather-wise, Zay, I just looked. Man, this is football weather, and how can you complain? I see a high of like 57 at 3 or 4 o'clock, no chance of rain. And then at kick time, 6 to 6.30, we're talking high 50s into the low 40s, no chance of rain, 5-mile-an-hour wind. Yeah. F- football weather.
0: Yeah, yeah. And one thing that you got to like on the offensive side for Texas, Coach Gillespie, the defensive coordinator of TCU. He does that 3-3-5 defense, which you've seen all season long if you're Quinn yours, Yes, it's giving you trouble at times, but I'm glad he's seen this type of defense, the one that Iowa State threw at him, K-State threw at him, to where he should be more comfortable. And this defense, I don't think they're as good as the two defenses I just named. Now, they do got solid corners and Hodges, Tomlinson, and Newton, but I think there's going to be some gaps and places to – fit that ball in there and but also one thing that scares me chad is tcu they give up the big play a lot mm-hmm. and we know steve Sarkeesian looks for the big play a lot sometimes maybe too much to where it's not a good feel for the game i hope steve Sarkeesian isn't preparing this week to say, hey, we got to beat them deep. We have to. They give up a lot of big points deep. We have to. You hope he's not thinking that way? I hope he's not thinking that way because, I, again, I would love that. Because I but think, if,
1: mm, I don't know, man. This but, week uh, might be the time to take two or three extra well, shots yeah, well, yeah, if I, they're that bad at it. If
0: they're there, right? yes. But we've seen this team and Quinn Ewers and Xavier Worthy, those shots haven't been there on nobody this season. No one. Right.
1: Yeah, they just – I mean, obviously there's certain things they have not connected on, but the wild number – I keep hearing it. Jeff Howe said it as I'm driving in. I heard it earlier in the week. heard Rod Baber say it this week. TCU leads the country in getting 20-yard plays – and giving them up. They are that, number one in the Big Twelve. I don't know if it's number one in the country. It's not it's not it's number one in the Big Twelve and last in the Big Twelve. And that's in what that sc- category.
0: And that's what scares me. I hope Sark doesn't see that because you know his eyes know. are yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. light up when he sees that stat. <laughs> he, we know he's gonna see that stat. He's a solid coach in that way. We know he sees that stat. He's licking his chops, man, like a fat boy at a pie-in contest, mm. just like man, salivating and did Sark just, did he just
1: call five straight 60 yard bombs. That's crazy. <laughs> that, that, that
0: terrifies me. Again, that weather is going to be nippy tomorrow. So, hey, you gave Bijan Robinson 30 touches last week. He gave you 200 yards back. Give the ball to five. Put him back in the Heisman race and see what you can do with that.
1: All right, we're getting some shout-outs in already for uh, for Veterans Day. How about this? Somebody's shouting out CD Lucero. Our man Zach Lucero's grandfather in the army. Thank you for your service. Very cool. Shout out to Zach. Zach's a big part of what we do here at Flex ATX,
0: and he deserves the love too.
1: No doubt. Also, somebody says not to toot my own horn, but I'd like to shout out my family name for Veterans Day: Larry Sheldrup. So the last name here is S H E L D U R P. Larry Sheldrup. Uh Air Force 53 to 57 grandfather James Sheldrip Commander US Navy oh go ahead FA18 FA18 pilot uh coolest job in the Navy my dad Robert Sheldrip Army Medic 83 to 95 uncle Joseph Sheldrip Staff Sergeant US Marine Corps 05 to 16 that is me thank you all for your service that's what we're talking about today on Veterans Day All right so Zay a lot of people like to process and wait till the end of a show. That's what you're going to do today. That is the sensible thing to do. I sometimes just like to throw it out there at the beginning and let it marinate. I'm ready for the prediction. The score hit me earlier in the week. I told you I've been back and forth. I think this is a close game. I think this is a war. And in the end, I have some bad news for Texas fans. I think it's going to be 38-35 TCU. But I also have some good news for Texas fans, because there's going to be time left on the clock, and Quinn Ewers and that offense are going down the field one more time, 42-38 Texas. That's what I'm talking about. Is my prediction. Don't say that the Aggie always picks against the Longhorns, because it's not true. Don't say that Billy Lucci calls me every week and offers me money to pick against Texas. That is not true. He only tried one time, and he didn't offer enough money. 42-38 Texas wins. I said it all week. The football part might lead me to TCU on some of those stats, but then that 20-yard stat is huge. That explosive play thing, when your defense is giving up more 20 or more yard plays than anybody in your conference and you're on the road, I can't quite pick that defense. I'm going to go with the Texas defense that made plays and I still hear Chip Brown's voice in my head when he was on the show this week and talked about those difference in bye weeks. I do think that matters. Can TCU fill that energy cup up one more time? I'm going to be so impressed if they come here and get this done with all the attention they're not used to, with all the game day they're not used to. Texas is used to this. Second time they've been in town. They're not freaked out by seeing Fowler and Herb Street. This is part of their world. I think Texas will be more suited for what they'll deal with, and I think Bijan and Quinn and Ever- and all of that will be a little bit too much. But I do think it is a high-scoring battle. I'm going to go 42-38, Texas.
0: Yeah, I think them not having a bye week since week two. That's going to come back to them sooner or later, plus all the comeback wins. I mean... They've won their last four, but you know they've won their uh, they won their last four second halves, and th- that's tough on the team. That wears on the team. Mm-hmm. So, well, we'll see if that affects them. One thing to note, which I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I have to report this. Shout out to Justin Wells. Follow him on Twitter at Justin Wells two four two four. Kelvin Bank's mother is pretty sick right now. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard that. I hope, you know, prayers for him. Oh, man. And, you know, I I don't know his situation. Mm. I feel like he'll play tomorrow, but how will that affect him? How will, you know, because he's a young player at the end of the day. Yes, he's a very good player. Yes, he's a big-time five star that's gonna be playing on Sundays. We all know that, but he is also a human being. Shout out to Monica Banks. I hope she's doing well. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we're definitely gonna be thinking about her, but just something to look into.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Obviously the the emotional side of it and the human side can can take all kinds of twists and turns. I'm sorry to hear about that for Kelvin Banks. Is it one of those is it one of those where you're just unable to focus and you're gonna to have to go, you know, deal with that on a personal level? Or is it one of those things we've seen, Zay, where the sport gives you a chance to Get rid of the distraction, or the, the, the sport gives you the distraction. We've seen so many of those kind of stories over the years. Somebody's died in the family, somebody's severely ill in the family, all that. And, and the, the team
0: comes together. And the
1: team will come together, and the player will focus in in a different way. It is one of them, there's plenty of remarkable things about sports and why I love it so much. That is one of those things, though. Whether it's like Brett Favre after his dad died, or you know the Tom Brady going through some stuff when his mom was diagnosed with cancer, all those little things we've seen through the years, um, where you've had—I mean, you, you see different things. All the, I mean, there's a guy. God, was it this year? Who was it? I want to say it was somebody in the ACC, a Miami, Virginia Tech, somebody like that. Somebody's brother, like I think, killed himself the week of the game, and this kid plays. Yeah, couldn't believe it just incredible stuff. Yeah, uh, so yeah, all our best going out to the the Banks family there. But obviously, if Kelvin's able to play, that that Longhorn offensive line going to be big in determining what happens against TCU. Give us your thoughts on the game. If you want to give us a Veterans Day shout out, we will announce those names today. This says my brand new husband. Oh, how about this? My brand new husband Rooster Richard is a Navy veteran. That's a perfect name for a Navy veteran. Rooster? Rooster. That's what I'm talking about. Good stuff. Thank you for your service. Love Veterans Day, man. If you're a veteran out there, you absolutely did enough. I know you don't think you do. I know you don't think you deserve the attention. I've talked to veterans over the years. You're one of the most amazing group of people out there. You were willing to make the ultimate sacrifice, and thank God you didn't have to, and we can all tell you thank you for that part. So, shout out to all of our veterans today. 11-11. Put it on your calendar. Put it in your brain forever. Up next, we will make our supreme picks. Last week, we were good, but we 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 weren't great. We are still tied for overall best team. But we got to get going here because that John McClellan group seems to seems to know something. Mid season, they are getting momentum going. We've got three more college games to pick. We've got two NFL games to pick. The supreme picks are coming up. We'll tell you about those great partners of ours that make it possible. We've got the Scottish guy for you at twelve forty-five. Coming at one, it's the degenerate himself, Brandon Lang, to tell you what he thinks this week.ly Last week, Brandon Lang gave you some pretty good stuff. I'll run that down for you. But Brandon had a couple good. He had L. LSU, Notre Dame, and Baylor last week on the college side. We'll see what he's got for you this week. Does he like Longhorns? Minus seven, he will tell you. Glad you're with us on a Friday. Stay dry, stay, uh, stay, stay cool, stay warm out there because the cool weather is coming and, uh, and don't move on this Veterans Day. It's the horns. Oh, getting started with a big one from the 80s. This one proved you could still rock out with the synthesizers. Here's my weird, bold statement, music snob statement. I'm going to say this is the second best song I can think of right now, off the top of my head, that rocks, that has synthesizers in it. Number one is Jump by Van Halen. Number two is this one, Separate Ways by Journey. Steve Perry killing it on the vocals as always. It's a pretty damn good song, Zay. This this one this one survives pretty well. This has the what on it? The synthesizer. Synthesizer. When the, when Is that the, like the auto tune for rock and roll? Kind of. Yeah, that's a decent that's a decent way to say it. Just that early to mid '80s, the synthesizer kind of. Like came some people in. don't
0: respect it. Yeah,
1: some people think it's taking the easy way out. Yeah. Some people think it's not as cool, not as certainly not as rock. But. These guys showed you, no, no, you can have both of those things. And when you have a genius like Eddie Van Halen running the, uh, the jump thing with Van Halen, you know it's still going to rock. So Journey will get us started today. My wife would love that. My wife has seen Journey many, many times. Never with Steve Perry. With the other guy. She's a huge believer in the other guy and says you should go see Journey with uh, with our man from the Philippines rocking uh, out front. What's his name? Arnell, I think is his first name. Uh, she would tell you to go see Journey anytime they show up in your town. I'm still waiting for Steve Perry to come back. All right, so... Uh, we'll get started with that. we got a lot of high school football tonight in the area. That's the flex segment coming up at 1.30. Uh, Brandon Lang coming up with his picks at 1. Crap bag with the uh, Scottish guy coming up here at 12.45. We will get to our supreme picks, but first, Zay, let's talk a little bit about this basketball team. It certainly was not a close game last night. Uh, you did say as we left yesterday you wanted the Longhorns to get uh, get on those boards. They did. By about, what, 23 boards? Something like that? Yeah,
0: yeah. They were really good, especially on the offensive glass. Much, much better. But Houston Christian and UTEP, I think UTEP's a little better than Houston Christian.
1: I definitely think that would be true. So what do you take away from last night? I'm seeing four, six different guys in double figures. Carr and Rice ended up with 11. It's one of those games where you're not going to play your guys all night long because you're going to thrash somebody by 80 if you do that. So they spread things out. What did you take from an easy win? Well,
0: this is still going to be a very good team down the road that could do a lot in March, especially with their athleticism, You know the tempo that Coach Beard is trying to play with this year, how comfortable they are in the offense, especially those returning guys like Marcus Carr, Christian Bishop, Timmy Allen, Dylan Tassou, all those guys, Brock Cunningham being a year under Chris Beard, they're more comfortable with him and running his offense, plus the young guys that uh, tag along. So The defense is going to be solid. The questions are, will they be able to be big down low and not have bigger teams affect the game with their size due to the lack of the horn size? And will Coach Beer, like I've been saying, will he be able to adjust to that by mixing and matching different rotations throughout his roster, but also... The three-point shooting is something to be a little some about. Like, last night they went three for 22 yeah, from ugh. three. and it was then four of 14 in the first four game? Four of 14. Right? So yeah. Tyrese Hunter, last year he shot 27%, but, you know, in college basketball, you're not it's tough to be in that 38%, 40 range. Like, you gotta be JJ Reddick, big time sharp shooter, because it's just so congested in college basketball. People forget in the NBA. You're not allowed to stand in the lane because there's a defense of three seconds. In college right. basketball, you could shrink that lane up. So it's a lot tougher to score. But when, you know, with Arterio Morris, I think he's going to be one of those guys that could surprise a lot of people with the minutes he gets because he might be the Horns' best three-point shooter. And he hasn't necessarily shot the ball well. He did in that exhibition game against Arkansas, hit four threes, had 19 points. So he he has no fear. He's already one of my favorite players. Him and Serge Barry Rice. You know who Arterial Morris reminds me of, Chad? Hmm. Somebody in the NBA. Jordan Poole for the Golden State Warriors. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has just a lot of pizzazz and flash and flair to him. You could tell he's a Dallas kid and plays hmm. with that type of chip on his shoulder, and he has zero fear. And he made a couple moves last night, with a couple of hesitations, and in and out. And Jordan Poole with the Warriors, he plays with that type of flash and that type of cool, you know, when he's not getting his ass knocked out by Draymond Green and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like where the horn's can go we're definitely going to see their biggest test on Wednesday against Gonzaga. Dylan Mitchell looked last night. He had a, uh, looked good last night. He had a nasty dunk, left-handed that along nice. the baseline. Yeah, that made,
1: that made the top ten on ESPN yeah, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, That was nasty and look to see that a lot. Serge Ibary Rice. You know, he's again like he's one of my favorite players. Just has a great pace about him. He might have one of the best pump fakes I've ever seen, Chad. And I'm fundamental. I'm a coach's kid. I love me a good pump fake. It's slow. But the fact that it's slow and he really gets guys up and he had a nice little Euro step after he had a pump fake yesterday where, you know, uh, the, the guys on LHN compared them to Kyle Anderson, old slow-mo who used to play for the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> so, this team, they definitely have a lot of positives going for them, but look out for the three-point shooting and look out for their size issue.
1: We got a listener on the text line thinking right along the same line, Urz, Somebody texted us 337-3776. Uh, first they texted, Arterio is going to be a beast, and then the next thing they texted is, Sir Jabari, great replacement for my man AJ1.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I don't want to look at it like as a replacement. You know, Andrew Jones, he gave a lot to, you know, the University of Texas, especially with everything he went through. So did Courtney Ramey. But, you know, these guys on this Texas team, especially the guards, they're so much more athletic than we've seen in recent years. You know, Marcus Carr, he's playing with a certain freedom that I don't think he – you know, really let himself play with last year, just because I don't know if Coach Beard really gave him the keys to the car, like Marcus Carr should have. Well, no pun intended. Uh, nah, should have really had, nah, but well <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think Coach Beard has more confidence in his guys this year, and I think you're gonna see a better team, especially when March comes around. And again, we'll see you next Wednesday when. The Zags and Mark Few coming to town. Yeah,
1: you talk about the uh, level of competition ratcheting up fast. Yeah, the Gonzaga game is Wednesday, eight thirty on that tip time. In case you don't know, and that one's happening over at the Moody Center. Gonzaga coming to town. If you want to go check it out, uh, there may be a ticket available, but uh, I think a lot of them have been sold as yeah, well. Good luck. Lock, yeah, good luck. All right, uh, let's get to these Supreme picks. Shout out to John McClellan and the Supreme Lending Group. They are out in the lead team wise. Chris Waters Realty Group. They are trying to. To make a move as well. I think it was one of their uh, one of the John McClellan team guys got a four and one week last week, and it's tied with us now in the picks. We got to keep it up. I think it's Kevin over there at the McClellan team. We got to watch out for Zay. I so, still
0: don't like what Coke FM's doing and they just all pick the same pick. Like nobody has their own mind over there. No, Eric Rains, Bob Cole, y'all are all bright men, very bright men.
1: They are going with that theory, and sometimes it really helps them, and sometimes it hurts them. I know. <laughs> All we, hey, we got to control the controllables. That's eh? right. We that's just right. have to control what we can control. Let's, that's right. It's
0: let's, a tough slate this week, too. It
1: really is. Let's start with UCF at Tulane. I'm going to admit it. I always admit <laughs> the sad truth. I haven't watched these teams play one second of football this year. So what the hell do we do here?
0: I haven't watched them live. I went back and did research because oh, – Good for you. That's why, yeah, that's why you're here. So well uh, let's see what we can do with this. Their quarterback for Tulane, which this is the Tulane team that beat – the same Kansas State team that the Horns barely got out of Manhattan for beating last weekend. So, okay. this two lane team, they, they're pretty solid. They have a pretty good quarterback running back duo, and Michael Pratt and. Ty J Spears and yeah, you know, UCF, they've been playing good football also. Their quarterback is a solid dual threat in Plumlee, but Tulane's defense is better. I'm going to go with Tulane. Plus, it's in New Orleans.
1: And it's in New Orleans. It's there. Yeah, let's go there. I will lean that way as well. All right, Bama at Ole Miss. I would love to come up with an argument for Ole Miss winning this game, but a desperate Bama team that doesn't want a third loss, Lane Kiffin's recent run against Nick Saban makes me lean. Bama. Bama's a 12-point favorite here. God, I hope Old Miss beats them, but my pick would be Bama.
0: Yeah, like we, I told B. Jones yesterday, it's so weird to see Alabama with two losses before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Like That's one of the weirdest things to me. It's kind of eerie in a way, but hey, I'll take it. Hey, Nick Saban, get off that high horse that you've been on for so long. You got a lot of guys here at the 40 Acres that gave you a lot at Alabama to put up that success that you have so I you know I wish Lane Kiffin and this team could do it you know he wants it bad being a former assistant of uh of Nick Saban but I don't know Ole Miss their defense there's nothing to write home about Bryce Young this might be one of the worst wide receiving cores of Alabama yet 95 yeah. percent of the nation would probably take all of those guys so it's it, it's going to be a better game than I think what people, what people expect, but I still got Alabama. Bama, okay.
1: Yeah, let's we'll, we'll go Bama there. Uh, all right, I think it's going to be a physical affair in Waco. K-State at Baylor. Because it's in Waco, I'm leaning Bears. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this game, especially with both of these teams being tied with the Horns. Uh, whoever loses this game I think is completely out of the Big 12 title race and getting to Jerry World. Dave Aranda's team, they're rolling and, you know, shaping. He didn't look the best last week. Richard Reese was also injured, but they threw in their backup running back, Williams, who ran for 192 yards against the Sooners. So, you know, they just pick up where they left off. You know they like to run the football. And then Kansas State coming off that really tough loss against the Horns this past Saturday. Since it's in Waco, I'm leaning
1: baylor baylor okay yeah. all right we'll go bears there that's two home teams and a road team in college in the pros Z, they want us to pick minnesota at buffalo somebody texted us earlier about case keenum and stefan diggs being the combo that did take new orleans out of the playoffs with the minneapolis miracle right. case keenum's been getting all those reps where are you on this thing right now it is buffalo by, buffalo still by three and a half today
0: yo i don't I still forget how many people hate Kurt Cousins, because I'm on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon. Somebody on the Specs text line yesterday said, Zan, you don't know nothing about swagger. When I was talking about Kurt being swagged up, calling them Kirkko Bangs, he got the chains on, uh-huh. got the six-pack rolling. Kurt feeling good about himself. And he the is. Vikings are too. That Josh Allen UCF injury, that's just, that That really worries me. But then you see him throw that 70-something yard pass, you know, uh, to end the game that Sars Gardner played great coverage on, and it's like, okay, will he be able to play? How will they utilize him? Will they stick to the run game? I don't know. How cold is it going to be? It's that time of November it's in, in my, that part of New York. I
1: hear it's not going to be that crazy. Like, if it was a Monday game, apparently it's going to be raining like crazy and it's going to be awful weather, but Sunday's not as bad. Yeah. It's not Kirk Cousins' prime time, so that's it's good, too. It's a noon, noon kick noon our time. kick. Beautiful. What do you want to do? You want to go, go purple? Um, let's go, go with Kirk O. Let's, with do, purple? It. let's, right, do, let's it. do it. All yeah. right, let's do it. All We'll go Minnesota. We will go Minnesota. I'm wearing the purple of Elgin today, headed to a purple game with Elgin and LBJ tonight, so let's lean purple. And finally, Zay, Dallas at Green Bay. Cowboys favored by four and a half. It started at two or three. More money coming in on Dallas. We don't have to worry about that part. We've just got to pick a winner Cowboys at Lambeau. My cowboy fandom tells me always to pick Green Bay to win in Lambeau, but I think the Cowboys win this game.
0: Wipe them tears, Big Mike. It's over with. I feel like he's over. I feel like the anger. You know when you cry at first, and then the anger comes second. Like there's all. I feel like there's a step in emotions after a breakup. Of course, of course. You know, I it might be coming back to hit him again. He's over the emotional part. Now it's time to lock in on the priority, and that's getting the dub in Green Bay. Aaron Jones, I think, is hurt with an ankle. They got a wide receiver hurt for Aaron Rodgers. You know they already don't have chemistry. He's Uh throwing tablets. He's dropping F-bombs like me this Monday when (sighs) Frank Wright, Sam Ellinger thing went out. You
1: gotta go with the Cowboys. Oh, six in a row gotta losing. Go. I'm, I'm gonna lean that way too. I think it's the way to go. All right. So ultimately, that's three road teams we're picking: Bama, Minnesota, and Dallas, and then Tulane and Baylor at home. You good with it? Yeah. Let's All do right. it. That's what we will do. Our supreme picks. Thanks to John McClellan, Supreme Lending, and Chris Waters Realty for being great partners of ours. Brandon Lane coming up to give you his thoughts on picks at 105. Does he like to the lay? Do you want to lay those points with the Longhorns in seven? And what about the Cowboys? and four and a half we will get his thoughts there before that it's the crap bag with the Scottish guy before Texas plays TCU stay right where you are this is the horn song on a Friday. I'm not familiar with it, though. Where are we going? Something. we in the 80s here? You are terrible with the 90s. 90s. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I try to hit everything. I try to hit the 70s, try to hit the 80s for you, 90s, 90s. metal, of course, the hip-hop.
1: The 90s is when I started drinking. (laughs) I'm sorry, man. I got, I became.
0: See, I like to think the best of you would say You're fresh into your radio career. You're focusing on sports. It was that too. Technology was a little outdated. And the drinking.
1: There was drinking. (laughs) There was that. There was getting, you know, getting through college, trying to start careers and all that. They say statistically, once you get past 24, it's more and more difficult for you to take in new music. That's It way, is. That's the way they used to look at it, but I think it's still pretty true because by 24, on average, you're trying to get out into life. Maybe you're married. You might have had kids. I didn't have kids by that point. I wasn't even married by that point, but it is changes in life that will take it away. All right, so who was that? Richard Marks. Oh, yeah, I know. I wasn't getting that. I wasn't getting that. I know a couple of Richard Marx tunes from the 80s, or maybe it was early 90s, um, but, yes, Richard Marks. And I do – Respect what Richard Marks has done. He sold a ton of records. Apparently he's a great follow on Twitter if you are on a certain side of an aisle. And he is married to Daisy Fuentes. So that's incredible. Like, well done. Well done to Richard Marks. Richard Marks and Journey getting us started today on the show. Uh, We've got Brandon Lang coming up. The degenerate himself, uh, well, let's see. Does he want to lay seven with Texas? Does he want to lay four and a half with the Cowboys? He will talk about that. Last week, he did give you a couple of good ideas on the college side. As I mentioned, he gave you LSU, Notre Dame, and Baylor, who all, I believe, got outright wins, didn't they? LSU, Notre Dame definitely won. Baylor won last week, right? Yeah, but I felt their game was close. Right, but they got the. I don't know what,
0: the, what was in the line. They were like, plus what? three and a half.
1: Okay. So they all got the outright win there. He also gave us Seattle and Jacksonville in the NFL. Okay, so uh, we'll get to Brandon coming up at one. Right now, let's get into the crap bag, including the Scottish guy. Here we go.
0: Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it,
2: just think of a bag of crap.
1: All righty. Texas and TCU tomorrow evening. Let's see what the Scottish guy thinks about it. Here we go.
2: And if the answer is no, can I change your mind? Before we get to the big lie and the big game, let's recap the big week. In case you were voting or on vacation or packed into the Astros parade, the Longhorns broke some Sooner and Aggie hearts. A stud linebacker from Denton decided after watching five straight losses and a run defense that would make Mike Leach do tackling drills, College Station just might not be his place. Instead, he picked Texas. Then a local badass whose daddy played for UT listened to his heart. His heart told him that eating forty-nine-nothing from north of the river and having to look to those slack-jawed, carny monsters for comfort just didn't feel right, so he picked Texas. Bunch of losers, y'all practice, have a good week. Alright, let's get one thing straight. There is only one University of Texas. No matter what the ESPN folks say to make the frogs feel better, this is not about them. This is about them getting the first of two beatings from Bijan and the boys. This is about CDC getting to laugh at his old friends from Fort Worth cause he moved up to the big leagues. And this is about Gary Giving a big middle finger to the place he built that told him to go. Because when they tell the story of this state and this sport, there is only one at the head of the table. And that big, bad, burnt orange king is about to reclaim the throne. Hey, Reese Davis, you really think you're here to see TCU? The f*** you are, UT62, maybe this week your QB can't finish. 3, this is SG-9-1.
1: Way too much anger, as always. Way, (laughs) way too much anger. Now I'm going to get that email. That's not good. Talk Uh, about
0: drinking. My
1: God, exactly. (laughs) Talk about drinking time. My God. Hornfm.com if you want to check out all the Scottish guys from the season. Also, a quick note, Zay, I have not celebrated live on air yet after a losing streak on Underdog Fantasy that, um, I'm not giving you the exact number, but let's just say it was more than 10 in a row that I had lost last night. I won on underdog fantasy as I believe the kids say today let's go let's go I said PJ Walker would have less than 182 and a half total yards and I got it and then I got Drake London catching more than three passes I won Three times my money because I insured it. I needed two out of three. Cordell Patterson, I had him getting a touchdown. He didn't. But I got two out of three on the insured pick. I won three times my money with underdog fantasy. Thank, yeah. thank God.
0: Yeah, shout out to Deontay Foreman. He was the highlight of that awful, terrible Thursday night game that they keep throwing out there. Yo, I heard Kurt, Kurt Herbstreit gets to buy another crib with this crazy money that he's getting because – these games just wow. Like I was definitely locked into the uh, Houston Christian game for Texas basketball last night, peeped into this
1: one. Sadly that might have been more compelling. It might have been. And it was like eighty to nineteen in that game, I think, yeah, for most but, of it.
0: Yeah, but Mr. Foreman, he was toting that rock. 130 yards, 31 carries, old school football. Love that.
1: Yeah, two things about that game. Yeah, I mean, when it starts raining like that, you really know your Thursday's gonna turn bad. Here's the other thing. I haven't said it on air yet. But from a broadcasting standpoint, is anybody else just feeling that Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit are clunky together? It's I hate tough. It. Their chemistry is awful. Yeah. Like, I just I can't get past it. I think Kaylee's doing fine on the sidelines. I like Kaylee. I, those two, to me, make no sense together. They, yeah. They're just rambling their way through it.
0: Yeah, it's like when Bridget Nielsen and Flavor Flav were together. <laughs> And you're like, what the hell is this? But you're still watching because, like,
1: I mean, <laughs> that is the it's, weirdest is analogy. It? That's perfect. It, though. It,
0: it's still, it's, it's, it it's is
1: decent. But you know, it's at the end of the day, I don't know if it's gonna work out. It's almost like when you have two friends that you get along with so well, and you love them both, and you you die for both of them. But then when they get in a room together, you you try to have dinner with the two of them, and you're like, oh god, this is awful. <laughs> I yeah. have to keep them apart. Yeah. I do not understand what's going on with them, but I get uncomfortable watching them, and those games don't don't help that. All right, coming up, Brandon Lang to talk a little bit of those picks. College and pro, you know how it works with B. Lang. That's coming up. Then in the flex segment, Westlake keeps rolling, and we'll talk about the games tonight. It's going to be a crazy, cold, wet night in this area to start the high school football playoffs. We will get you set up for all of it. Hope you're having a great Friday. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your service to all of our veterans. We'll keep saying it throughout the show today on The Horn.